Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, it's a time for the podcaster who uh, is here to help. You know, you, know you, you help me, patrons, by keeping the show going, and ideally I help you uh, get some rest and uh, get out there and flourish. Uh, so uh, I'm proud of you. Thank you so much uh, for supporting me. I know you're doing your best. Uh, let's get on with the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's a thoughts, a feelings physical sensations, changes in time, temperature, you know, stuff you're thinking, whatever it is, whatever's keeping you awake. It could be physical. It could be something you're experiencing. It could be, you know, where you are, work schedule, whatever it is, I'd like to help. I'd like to take your mind off of it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark and I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, Superfluous tangents. Go off. I'm going to go off topic uh, and uh, use lots of ums and ahs. And if you're new, here's a few things. Uh, this, show, this podcast is a little bit different, so give it a few tries. Uh, it might be different than what you're expecting. And so, so sometimes it's just easier to just kind of passively view it. Uh, because you really, this is one of the few podcasts you don't really need to listen to. There's no pressure to listen. And even though it's a podcast to put you to sleep, there's no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour to keep you company. And it's more of a podcast here while you fall asleep. Uh, so I'll be here till the end. You know, if you can't sleep, queue up a few episodes. I'm happy to hang here and keep you company. I'm, I'm happy to hang here and be your boar bud. Uh, so that's uh, those are a couple of things. You don't need to listen. Doesn't You don't need to make a whole lot of sense of this uh but there's also no pressure to fall asleep. You deserve a good night's sleep. That's why I'm here. Structurally, what to expect. The show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's really how we keep the show free, are the people that take action on that stuff. So thank you to those people. Uh, so that's a few minutes of business. Then there's an the intro. Now, the intro is kind of a part of the show or a, a, a show within a show. Uh, that a lot of people use, uh, the majority of listeners use it as part of their bedtime routine. Some listeners skip ahead to the story. You could just skip ahead about 18 minutes is normally a good place to skip ahead. Uh, and then uh, some listeners fall asleep during the intro. And the intro is kind of just me trying to describe what the podcast is to set the mood, to to to, to let you know like what I said, you don't need, really need to listen and I'm here to help. I'm here to earn your trust and not to, to assume you're going to give it to me. You know, if you're new, you're, of course you're going to be skeptical. And I think this, like the long intros of the show, in, in some strange way, will make a lot of people more skeptical. Because they don't really, there's about 12 or 14 minutes of this uh, friendly banter. And you say, well, the, when's the bedtime story? So, well, about 18 minutes it starts uh but this is part of the bedtime story because, uh, again, this podcast works more slow. It's not like, oh, you should be asleep uh, instantly or whatever. 
It's more a friendly voice in the deep, dark night. So yeah, I'm here to help. And uh, let's see. So that's oh, so it's the intro. It's kind of me explaining that. And then there's a story. Tonight it's our uh, episodic series, uh, uh, Big Farm in the Sky, uh, P.I., uh, season two of that. But, but really it's all episodic. It's kind of just like a, a mystery it's similar to like in something like Encyclopedia Brown or Big Nate, uh, uh, Thea or Geronimo Stilton. You know, however you like your Stiltons. Some people might like it as cheese. Some people might like it as uh, uh, people that eat cheese, like uh, Thea and Geronimo. I don't know if I've read any Thea-only books, so I'm not exactly sure if those are mysteries. Uh, but however you like your kid mysteries, you could say, well, I'm an old school Nancy Drew or nothing. And I say, no problem. Uh, got you covered. Uh, and these are kind of m- m- mundane mysteries. Tonight it'll be about a cupcake. Uh, you probably saw the title of the episode. So that'll be the bedtime story uh, between the intro and the story is some business. That's again, how we keep the show free. And then the th- there's thank yous at the end. So it's a structure of the show. And what else? Uh, what, what else? I, I did have something that I came up when I was talking and that I already forgot about, which is a pretty standard part of these intros. You know, I, a lot of times I come back to this. I make the show because I've been there and I know how it feels. I know how it feels uh, not to be able to fall asleep or, I don't know, like just for me lately, my normal go-to method and routine isn't working. And I'm trying to find this new balance. And I actually have this, this is, I guess this is a strange thing to say. First off, if you're looking for a podcast to listen to, check out West Wing Weekly. Because uh, that's going to come up in this uh, little side uh, tangent I'm about to take. Uh, but a few months ago, I did an episode about a holiday, top holiday specials. And one of the West, maybe I talked about this recently, and then one of the West Wing West Wing episodes from the TV show from the late 90s, early aughts, uh, the West Wing, it was like considered one of the top holiday specials. So I started watching this. Now, don't ask me to do West Wing podcast content because you can't do that. Uh, and I'm even, well, most people just talk about West Wing. We, this is all fictional stuff. So that's why I'm comfortable talking about an intro. I just face found my head saying, what am I? But, but so this TV show, I started watching it uh, and I watched the holiday episode and I said, wow, this is a very comfort, comforting show to me. And it's very, there's a lot going on and it's very, very, very well written and very well directed and the performances are amazing. And so I started watching it for, for relaxation as part of my wind down, actually. Where I said, well, let me catch a 40, whatever it is on Netflix. It's like, whatever, 44 minutes. And then I can listen to the West Wing Weekly. Kind of talk, well, like they're way ahead of me, but so I'm still in season one. But it's just cool to hear other people's thoughts or what was going on. Like hear stuff through the actor's eyes. And uh, so really cool, I mean, great world of podcasting. Same thing with Survivor and Rob has a podcast. And Josh Wiggler and Rob, uh, like a Rob and Josh and everything, um, just complimenting something you already enjoy. Yeah, but I added this show into my bedtime routine for the most part. Uh, 
And I, tr- I tried to do it a little bit earlier, which means I have to get like uh, start my bedtime routine earlier to have that 45 minutes or it'll impinge on, uh, let's see, the rest of my bedtime routine, which is kind of doing some light journaling or writing, ideally some foam rolling, and then 30 minutes of fiction reading, which is strangely enough in, in the vein of like as I'm recording this, I've been reading Sherlock Holmes. Uh, kind of keep my frame of references of solving mysteries and stuff. Uh, but what was my point? Was, but was, so I enjoy West Wing, and I don't find it stimulating. I mean, I do find it stimulating from a creative standpoint. And because there's so many plot lines normally in an episode, I find it e- easier to engage with. Like, I, I find myself less distracted to, to do podcast work and just watch the show. And also, like a podcast, the West Wing, the characters are so well-developed and so well-performed and written that you kind of feel like that you know them. I guess, at least for me, I say, what is, you know, especially, you know, Rob Lowe's character, who, of course, Sam, and probably Toby, kind of, if any, say, Scooch, what West Wing, I mean, I don't think you'd have to ask what West Wing character. You say, well, I'd like to be Sam. I'm like, Toby without the brain. So I mean, and I mean, I mean that in a, a kind of like a, without the intellect. I, I guess I, I know I have brains. I'm an intelligent person. Uh, but the characters are written with this uh, such high intellect and performed that you say, well, there just are people uh, with that kind of in- intellect and stuff that I don't have. So, but in some way, they say, well, but I, like I have the grouchy part of uh, Toby down. Uh, yeah, you know, and this thing of like, of like some of the other belief systems. But anyway, so what was I talking about? So I don't find it, it keeps me up, uh, because I, I don't, it, I find it like, uh, even though you would think it's heavy fare and for some people it may be heavy fare, uh, for me, it's just so, uh, creatively, I guess the content, it's so creatively impressive that, uh, the, the the actual content is just icing on the cake. I don't know if that makes sense or if I'm even understanding what I'm trying to explain. But uh, suddenly I have this new thing in my bedtime routine. And I don't think it's the West Wing's fault, though maybe it is. Uh, maybe I got to like, and you say, well, I replace watching the news with watching a fictional TV show called The West Wing. Uh, but, but where, where was my point? Uh I don't know, but I'm ha- I've been having trouble sleeping lately. And that, like, uh, like the fiction part, I, I don't know. Like, uh, and so I, I guess my main thing is that's why I make the show because it, like uh, I know what it's like, and I know how frustrating it can be, or how even it can have small impact. Like this week, I've been setting my alarm later. Like usually, I get up pretty early to do what I like to do in the morning before I have to get my daughter ready for school and stuff. And, and lately I've been sleeping a half hour later because they say, well, I need my sleep first. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, what I mean, what I mean is that it's an honor for me to help anybody I can get a good night's sleep. Uh, I truly, and I deep, deeply, deeply believe you deserve a good night's sleep. A bedtime free of hassle and rigmarole. You deserve a life where you can be out there flourishing and and treat yourself and others with dignity and respect. Uh, and I think a good rest comes with all that. So it's my honor to make this show. It's something I pour my heart, my soul, and my time into.
uh, mostly to be fun. This intro is more of a, I don't know. I mean, that's, I guess, what West Wing for me is. It's, it's say, Scoots, what are you trying to say? Well, I have fun watching West Wing. I think that's what I was trying to say. You're right. Uh, uh, get to, to, to TLDR brain. That's good. You're right. It's just fun. And so I guess my point back to you, TLDR brain, is that I'm baffled that something nice and fun and sweet. Uh, it's a, there's a lot of sweet in, uh, uh, did I say the good place or the West Wing? I meant the West Wing. Uh, it, I mean, good place is sweet too, but, uh, why is it, uh, why can't, why am I having trouble sleeping then? Is it unrelated? Is it just baffling? Yes, good. Sometimes it's just baffling. You're right. And that's why I make this show. That's why I strive and I work very hard. Strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. If you're new, give it a few tries. But I really appreciate you coming by and checking this show out. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show free and going. All right, hey everybody, welcome to our third episode of our episodic series. It's episodic, it's modular, which means you can listen to it in any order. Kind of a procedural, big farm in the sky. A P.I., uh, Season 2, uh, T- Tales of the Phantom Minnow. Those are, those are different titles uh, that you could use. Uh, it, this is the third episode, so kind of the season's still kind of developing, you know? Uh, that's why I'm laughing. Um, but it's a tale. If you didn't, you didn't need to listen to our first season at all, if, if, you, didn't, if you didn't, or the first two episodes. Uh, very, very easy to get caught up on. It's a tale of, uh, much like uh, adult or non-adult, but with bedtime story content only. You may have heard of Agatha Christie, Sherlock Holmes, uh, Alexander McCall, I, I think. I've never, I don't know if I, I haven't read those Alexander McCall ones, uh, so maybe not. But Or Fancy Nancy... Which may or may not, may, Fancy Nancy may not have been a detective or a private eye or solves mysteries. You know, but keeping a fancy is, you know, is mysterious to people like me. I say, well, how do I would like to be more fancy? Uh, but, you know, Encyclopedia Brown, Big Nate, you know, you, all the great kid detect Big Brain. They think the great brain. I, I read those. I don't remember what the name of the books were, but I, when I was a kid. There may have only been two of them, Geronimo uh, uh, Stilton. So, so, so any of those det- det- kids solving mysteries or adults, because this has both. It has two, two, two youth, uh, two, two young women, uh, G and DK, uh, greatly influenced by the by my love and the kind the kindness bestowed on me in the show. Uh, by our friends George and Karen at MFM. Uh, and then Simon, who is uh, G's uh, uncle. Now, Simon, in the last, uh, recently, within the last uh, few years, made the transition from earthly living to living in the big farm in the sky. But that didn't stop his connection with, with uh, his, some of his, just with his niece and her best friend, G and DK. But when Simon went to the big farm in the sky, he said, well, I'm going to have a fresh start here. I'm going to become a PI, private eye, and help people in the big farm in the sky figure stuff out. You say, well, you lost, you, you, you lost your favorite snail? Let's find it. It couldn't have gotten far. That's a tale that wasn't told, but, the, the, you know, the snail that got far, you know, the, that one. 
Uh, but Simon found that Simon wasn't exactly the best case cracker. So he went and, and started uh, working with his niece, G, and her best friend, DK. Now, that was season one. In season two, this is how impressive G and DK are. They uh, took a sabbatical from school or a, were a working sabbatical or independent learning where they've started a business in the retirement community uh, DK's family friend lives, Aunt Penny, and they're running their own kind of PI business, uh, helping people in this largest retirement community, I believe in the U.S. or the state of Florida, the towns, with an E, yeah, because that makes it, that does, Fancy Nancy approves of that, adding an E to town to, you know, class it up. In the towns, uh, G and DK are solving these with the help of Simon. So slight role reversal, yeah, but they're still cracking cases. And the cases are so benign, like tonight is the case of the plagiarized cupcake. I don't know if that'll be the, that's the working title. And, you know, basically they solve stuff. You say, uh, you know, the, the puppy, uh, they kept staring at acorns. So you'd say, okay, well, maybe it's because it uh, associates acorns with the, the squirrels. So it's case solved. And some would take a little bit longer. Like if that was the case and the puppy, they couldn't see the acorns, they would think the puppy's just staring at something. So those are kind of cases we'll be taking on. I think that's all you need to know. It's a procedural. You probably didn't even need to know all that, but I always like to put you at ease, you know, to set the table for you. Uh, so, and also I have to buy time for my celebrity announcer. Come on in. Uh, my friend, sorry. My, my, uh, it's, it's good to see you. It's good to see you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, no, this is my, uh, uh, so ladies and gentlemen, so boys and girls, the so friends beyond the binary. It's time. Yeah, for Big Farm in the Sky P.I., case of the Phantom Minnow in the towns. Uh, it's time to crack this case, yeah. Uh, thanks, Antonio. I actually have a belated gift for you of room temperature water. Oh, you okay. No, no, I have I have something. I have a game we, we're going to play. I, I don't, I, like, I'll, we'll talk about it maybe next episode. Oh, a game for me to play. Non-competitive. But I think it hopefully has some sort of competitive element to it. I do love uh, playing games with you, my friend. Right, but remember, you can't. You got to wait an hour and twenty-five minutes or so until I'm done recording. So no moving, no shift, no shifting. Okay. Like I noticed when when I say no moving, maybe you thought no moving around, but it's also shifting makes noise that I can pick up on the mic. Uh, so maybe, did you ever hear the tale of the puppy that stared at acorns for an hour and 25 minutes or so? Maybe longer, could be shorter. Uh, yes, my friend. I mean, I find that meditative. I won't do any shifting. I'm looking forward to sitting without movement. Uh, great. Uh, that's uh, Mr. Antonio Banderas, everybody. And this is Big Farm in, in the Sky P.I. Hey, Diane, it's Simon here. I've been up and down, Diane, with uh, writing my uh, Tales of the Phantom Minnow. So, I don't know, maybe this next case we're trying to figure out uh, when it comes up. We don't have a case. Uh, I don't know. I just haven't been working on it, Diane. I guess I've been demotivated. And, uh, I don't know, I see, what would the big, far, what, what, other than... Like, what would the Phantom Minnow, what other things, what other ways could the Phantom Minnow use its powers uh, to, for good? 
Also, there's been a lot of things going on at Heavenly Solutions at my day job, which I've also been avoiding. Yeah. Because I've been assigned to do a report on a report, I think, Diane. And they said big things are happening. They said, here's what they want me to do, a karmic report. Uh, should entertainment account for karma, karmic, uh, like uh, whatever they call it, I can't remember even, Car- karmic credits, which don't even exist, Diane, that we know of currently. But should entertaining and enabling and empowering hobbies uh, enable karmic points? And what about hobbies, the practice of hobbies themselves? So I got to write a report on that. I said, well, I guess uh, what if it's a hobby that becomes a source of entertainment, uh, Diane? You know, what about all those people working so hard, creating, you know, audio for people? Like, are those, do you get karmic points? Also, since karmic points don't exist, uh, but it's an assignment at my day job, which I don't really go to because they say, like, uh, that's the nice thing about being at the big farm. Uh, but I say, like, you're able to kind of leave traces. You say, well, I was working on it. You just didn't see me in the office. I was there. Your, your spirit, you must be on a different spiritual wavelength than me, boss. Uh, so that's what I, I guess I'm getting a little rebellious uh, in my new age, uh, Diane. Uh, but speaking of entertainment, I'm, I'm, I'm going in to meet G and DK at, uh, this event, it's called Cupcake Warriors. Uh, it was a little different. I think the first title's owned by someone. And it sounds really fun. It's here at the towns at one of their big uh, community. It's not a community center. It's a uh, like a convention center, but just for the people that live here. So I don't know what you call that. Event center. That's what you call it, Diane, because I just saw the sign. Uh, but so they, it's a cupcake-based event. They have cupcake contests, of course, uh, cupcake tasting, discussions around cupcakes. I think uh, different levels of, like, different awards. Uh, uh, they have things like frost-off, uh, you know, speed mixing, all, all those things. You know, who can get, get their eggs in a tizzy or whatever you call that. Uh, whip it into peaks, right, Diane, right? Yeah, so really, you know, a lot of people here. I'm kind of floating up here. It looks like a lot of people are keeping an eye out for G&DK. I'm sure this will be great to being able to test some uh, cupcakes. Uh, really, uh, quite a, everyone really looks happy here. So this would be high karmic points. Uh, a lot of joy. And I see, well, I guess I do. Like, I, oh, I see them. They're eating a cupcake, G and DK. They're, they're kind of joking about it. Uh, oh, there's also cupcake. There's a cupcake balancing. I missed that. I see the sign at 10 a.m. I missed that, Diane. I think like that's like holding cupcakes on a tray, and they keep adding them. Why, well, really? I should have. I wish I. This is like how I pictured the big farm would be. But they're they're getting to do it before. It's really great for all these people. Yeah, but hold on, Diane. They're about to do a drum roll, and I don't want to interrupt your, your trains of thought. Uh, so I'll be back. They're going to announce the best in show. It seems like they're a big deal. And also, they're making sure uh, it's, it's like G&DK saved a spot for me because they have the best of the cupcakes that were up for the best in show. So I'm going to be back, Diane. I'll, I'll be back. Uh, really exciting. 
Oh, hey, Diane, I'm back. It wasn't long, but things got interesting really fast. Uh, so they announced the best in show. And it was uh, the, the best cupcake, because they have different levels of things, but the best in show is like the best picture Oscar. And uh, this, this person was her fourth year, Diane. This was her fourth win. win. Uh, by, we'll, we'll get to that. Best in show, best cupcake in show. And people were talking about it. They did a whole little thing, just like the Oscars. Well, actually, they didn't do this at the Oscars because they must have known who won. But they, this person, his name's Raj. And they said, every year, Cupcake amazes in a new way. And also, before I was sitting with, like, uh, while they were doing, they were doing a little bit of a fluff piece thing. We were joking, do, do are there Cupcake critics? And, and then I, I guess we were just joking at the time, because we were like, who would criticize a Cupcake? Uh, and who who would, like, be, there's Cupcake judges. We, we understand that, Diane. But now that I'm talking it out, saying it out loud to you, Diane, I can clearly see that there would be. But I guess you couldn't really. Could you love cupcakes and criticize them? I don't know. G and DK were really cracking up. The reason we said that, Diane, I think at the time because our senses were overwhelmed with the cupcake that we knew was going to win or we thought was going to win. And spoiler, Diane, it was Raj's cupcake. But it, when, even when I was floating above, I could see this cupcake. Uh, and from the top of the room, it looked like just a green cup cupcake with green frosting. Uh, but of close, Diane, it was a bush. Uh, and you say, okay, a bush cupcake. Oh, boy, that sounds bush-like. Uh, and it's a good one, Diane. But no, no, as you start to look closer, you see... The leaves of the bush, which is just a frosting with different uh, shades of green, and just a beautiful work on the leaves of each. This isn't just a show cupcake, Diane. And then berries, and then the berries, the veins of the berries. Now, this is not a, it's a fantasy cupcake, clearly, because they go straight to the core of the cake. And you could gently squeeze the cake, and the berries would pulsate because, uh, the flavoring, which was a holy mackerel, Diane. Uh, and then the cupcake was a deep, deep, like earthy uh, color. It, it was just the most impressive cupcake I've ever had. Uh, it's tough to describe because you'd say, well, it's just a bush with berries. I'd say, no, 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 so much more than that. Uh, like, uh, But again, not too fancy either. Like the greatest bush cup. I'm sure there's been plenty of other bush cupcakes, Diane. Well, uh, yeah, but even so, I guess what we were kind of joking about was even this this bush cupcake would be the the judgment of if you really love cupcakes or not. Because uh, you could say, well, I don't prefer those flavors, and you say, or you say, what is that flavor? Uh, but it was a cupcake we all agreed on. It was just, even these other cupcakes, which were very, very good, Diane, this one was heads and tails. In a different league, we could just be clear. This was a majestic cupcake. And perfect to just have just have that cake, one cake. You'd be say, say great. Uh, uh, but then uh, what happened was uh, there was some uh, controversy, Diane, 
because as they announced the Raj and they sh- showed, they said, uh, you know, everyone hold up the cupcake that you think would win. And then they announced, uh, you know, the, the uh, uh, whatever the runners up are, I think they have a nice word for it. Uh, honorable mention, the Silver Cake Award. Uh, that was all. I missed all those parts. So this was a, it wasn't it wasn't even a doubt. Everybody knew, Dan. Everybody in the room knew. And Raj went up there, and people were cheering. You know, some people weren't. Not everybody uh, wasn't universal, but it was anybody that had this cake uh, was in agreement. I guess that's what I'm saying. It was the kind of artistry anybody could appreciate. Uh, even looking at it, you'd say, "Well, that's a beautiful." If if you're ten feet away, you say, eh. you get closer, you say, "What in that mackerel? It's a bush, but it's not just a bush." And Raj started to tell the tale of the cupcake in Raj's mind, which was based uh, on a, 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 bear, a bush seen only in the background of uh, a, a version of the original Willy Wonka that Raj saw growing up. Uh, uh, it wasn't even this version wasn't even, it was a cut not even released in the U.S. Uh, so we, we like but in the background of that scene, there was a, a bush which had cupcakes uh, uh, on it, and Raj said these were the cupcakes, and also the bush like just a tribute. Uh, and then Raj kind of explained some of the flavor profiles, and that yeah, and these were. Uh, I think snog, I think snog, snozberries maybe were the berries on the thing, which is an imaginary berry. And explaining, you know, that it was made with the water uh, that they used there. That was uh, so, so very, very in, uh, kind of the, the the design of the ingredients. So you could sensibly make this at home. The decorating would have been hard. You know how to use uh, uh, pipe. Here's here's what Raj did. Believe it or not, to make the berries run to the core, a pipe cleaner uh, in a plastic bag in a baggie, uh, so you could stick it in. Because you want to want to stick a, a, a pipe cleaner just in a cupcake, right, Diane? It leaves some fuzzy behind. You don't even know. You only Diane. How about this? The only place you can buy pipe cleaners, craft shops. Or the internet, or a pipe, you know, very easily, I meant Diane. Uh, but so Raj was explaining things, and then this uh, noise came in. And then these projections, the projectors, there was projections behind Raj. And it was this robotic voice that said, you are a cupcake plagiarist, uh, and then we said, well, plagiarist. And then it said, uh, wanted for a cupcake plagiarism, Raj. And then there was a picture of Raj's winning cupcake. Uh, and then it says, this picture was taken, or it had a picture, and it said there, the picture was from, uh, I think it said uh, 1998. And then there was a picture of a cupcake that looked a lot like Raj's cupcake. Now, it was a little bit blurry. Uh, so it said, uh, you know, and then everybody like uh, repeated those facts a few times so everybody could get it because it was conf- cupcake plagiarism. Can you plagiarize a cupcake? But it was just a metaphor. And Raj was kind of uh, pretty embarrassed. 
uh, people did start to boo. And uh, then Raj said, I'm, I, I'm innocent. Uh, I am innocent. I did not copy this cupcake. And then uh, the, the thing, even the projector said, prove it. And then people started proving it. Uh, and then Raj uh, said, I need, like, I need some help. Like, uh, is it good? Can anyone help me maintain? Like, because uh, then they said, well, we're going to take the award away from you for a time being. And then they called out to the audience, kind of like, uh, the, the, and uh, of course, DK jumped up uh, in G, and they said, we'll help you. Uh, and then DK said, we got to get to the projector. Uh, uh, and then Penny said, it started explaining to everyone, but DK and G and I dashed off uh, behind the stage uh, while Penny was explaining. Well, they're PIs. They help, they help uh, and someone said, they cleaned my gutters, uh, and Penny said they also, and then someone said, they, they found my dog. And they said, oh, okay. So they're like, uh, and then someone said, like, Fancy Nancy. And they said, oh, yeah, just like Fancy Nancy. Uh, so they dashed into the AV room, to the engineering room, you know, uh, uh, backstage. And the person operating the board was sound asleep, and I was sound asleep. Uh, and we woke him up, and they said, oh, sorry, I dozed off, uh, they had frosting on their face, uh, which is not, you know, not uncommon for a cupcake festival. And uh, we saw a box of cupcakes, and they said, yeah, I was just eating these cupcakes. And it was, uh, it, what happened? And they, we said, what happened? Uh, and uh, G and DK were kind of looking around, uh, examining things, and, uh, and said, well, when did you fall asleep? Uh, I don't really remember. I just remember... Uh, that I was trying to eat. I had already eaten Raj's cupcake, so I was just having some other cakes that looked that were here that looked good. And they said, "What do you mean?" They said, they said "Like this." And then we saw there was one cupcake left. It was a goose. Uh, if that's what I I didn't say that. I said, "Is that a swan?" No, it's a duck. Uh, it was a gander. And then uh, G said, "No, it's a goose. It's a goose cake. So you're eating goose cupcakes." And uh, DK, she's kind of a tech expert, so she said, geez, it looks like they just plugged into the board here. you got plenty of inputs uh, to the projector and everything, and then they must have left. I uh, see some scrapes on Aux 2, and, uh, and G was like, okay, well, these goose cupcakes, are they yours? No, they're not mine. Where did you get them? Uh, well, that cupcake's mine now because I, I ate the other ones that were written in uh, and she said, no, 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 the, the cupcakes were probably uh, sleepy or something. It, it, it's, did someone bring you these cupcakes? No, they were here at the board uh, for me. When after I took a break uh, before the announcement, I, you know, I make sure I'm ready. Uh, and they were here when I sat down. And they go, well, this is a clue, this is a clue. Then meanwhile, on the stage, they announced, uh, because this was like a part of a cupcake-based weekend, so they said, don't worry, tomorrow is a cupcake cleanup. You know, everybody actually comes. They leave the, the activity center, and then they come and clean it a couple of days later. Uh, I mean, everybody kind of clean it. I don't know, the, the, just to have more fun uh, and to talk and, and to kind of re- just socializing, Diane, really impressive. And then Raj came and said, and then the organizers came and said, she was, she was, uh, 
in G&D cases, don't worry, don't worry, we'll figure this out. We're going to get to the bottom of it. If someone was here, Raj said, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And G looked at Raj and said, okay, we'll figure this out, we'll figure this out. You didn't do what? Raj said, plagiarize a cupcake. And DK and G talked, and they said, we need a list of every uh, cupcake contestant and cupcakes they entered. Do you have that? They said, of course we do. They said, we'll email it to you. And DK said, go back, like, four, five, six years uh, of all the entries. Uh, and they said, we'll do it right now. So they, and then uh, DK pulled out her laptop, and she started looking uh, for bird cupcakes and stuff. And they started to say, okay, well, like, uh, there was a goose. This cupcake was entered, actually. There was goose cupcakes entered uh, this year. Uh, and also, the years, they said, okay, wait a second. There's uh, other, they started running through the list. And they said, okay, there are, but this year, yeah, and the year before, year before, never placing, very, like, but always in the middle of the pack, uh, is by Chase Oogies. Uh, is uh, the, the, and they said Chase Oogies. Uh, I don't know. I don't know Chase. Uh, the organizer said camp it and Raj, they said Raj. Raj had already left uh, to kind of you know recover from this. It was very dramatic. Uh, and they said, okay, well we have the address. Uh, so they live here. You have to be a resident. It turns out to enter a cupcake, Diane. Uh, so we'll, I'll be back then because we're going to head over to Chase's place and figure this out. Uh, so I'll just uh, dictate as we go in, Diane. Uh, it looks like, uh, oh, she's asking us to sign. This it seems like a very nice person. Uh, she wants us to sign a guest book. Okay, she doesn't know who Chase Oogies is. Uh, who she, who's Chase? Uh, well, what about the cake you entered? But the, 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 the cupcake that, uh, yeah, right, G, right, G's right. Uh, a goose cupcake. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, oh, no, no. The Chase Oogies entered it from here. Is that one of your friends? Uh, check the guest book. It's not me. I don't make uh, cupcakes. I play the Glockenspiel. Uh, and I like to go on walks. I, I, I don't I, I don't go to this that that uh, it's not really my thing. Uh, she goes now. I do ha- I did it. My friend she she was a big cupcake cupcake maker. Yeah, so maybe it's maybe it's her, but she, her name's not Chase. Her, her name's Letty. Uh, so you can see when she oh yeah she's in the guest book uh, yeah. Uh, she came came over a lot. Would she? Would she? Does she know who Ch- Chase is? Could we talk to her? Oh well, you can't talk to Letty. She says she's moved on to the big. She's moved on to the next phase to to the big farm. A little uh, a little while ago, it's been about ten months. Uh, did she make a goose cupcakes? No, not that I know know of. Uh, do you know if this is her writing here on these applications? Uh, no. Uh, there's this other writing here uh, in your guest book. Uh, isn't it a chase here? Uh, but there's a lot of other names. Uh, 
I think uh, that's what DK saying, Diane. Oh, well, she she was big into games, uh, so I don't know. Uh, she was always big into games and, 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 and playing around. Wait a second. Uh, chase Oogies is like a, an anagram then. It's like a goose chase. Uh, well, isn't that only half an anagram? If it, if it's, Is it an anagram if it's only half an anagram? Or is it an anagram if you're supposed to switch the word, like, uh, if half the word is spelled out? That's pretty obvious. So Letty is no longer, Letty's at the big farm. And you didn't, you haven't, let, you, you, no, you're at walking club uh, today. And then uh, Glockenspiel, uh, Glockers and the Glockers, we call it. We play uh, at the base of the clock tower. Uh, Glockenspiel, Letty was one of, one of the members of that. That's how we know each other. Okay, thank you so much for your time. I'm sorry to intrude. Yeah, I really, really appreciate it. Okay, Diane. Okay, Diane, I'll just leave it. What do you think, G? What do you think, DK? Huh, it's weird. Uh, why? So it's a goose chase. Uh, but a lot of those other names that it seemed like Letty was using were much, much, much... Uh, more coded around Glockenspiel's uh, that, that makes sense looking at the guest book. I didn't bring it. I was going to ask her to keep it, but I thought that would be... Uh, do, do, do you guys think it's a case for the Phantom Minnow? Like, uh, do you think this is Letty's work? Uh, like, uh, Letty's involved in this somehow. Uh, what did you say, GK? Possibly or kind of... Uh, it seems like uh, you already have an, uh, a theory. Oh, it is time for the Phantom Minnow. Okay, what do you need me to do? Okay, go into the Goose Cupcake uh, and uh, take a look around. It, it, like, would you look around for what? Uh, see what you can see. Okay, I'm going. Okay, I get it. Bigger from inside the cupcake out at all timelines. Got you. Got you. Okay, I'm headed into the Goose Cupcake. There is a filling, and it's a little hazy in here. I don't know if that's whatever, uh, but put the board operator in sleepy time. Um, okay, I'm saying this out loud so G and DK can hear me if they can, or that I remember pretty well. It feels good in here. I think I'm seeing someone, I'm seeing a lot of cupcake making. And it's not just a current event. Uh, I see a lot of joy. I see uh, it, maybe that's Letsy winning an award. I see Raj winning, but these all have positive associations. I see frosting. I see piping. Wow, it just it just positive things. Uh, okay, take a look. Okay, I'm trying to look at more. Okay, I can see a kitchen. You know, and then I see older kitchens. I see a variety of kitchens. I can I can date the kitchens. Um, so I could see where this cupcake was made. Um, I see. I, I, I don't know. I see. I don't know if this is. I don't see any Letty other than this cupcake uh, contains a lot of positive memories of the cupcake. The cupcake warriors. Uh, and of both Raj and Letty, 
and a lot of other competitors. Uh, this is something uh, so it's positive. So I don't understand. I guess uh, I'm coming out, uh, but it was delicious too. But you can't eat it because it has. Uh, so it's like it looks. It seems like hey, uh, gee, hey, DK, could you hear me in there? Yeah, it seemed like uh, it was kind of thrilling too. Now that I'm coming out of it, I'm noticing my uh, thrillometers up too. That there was a back and forth with Raj and Letty, that they really had a lot of fun. They were like the cupcake warriors. And that uh, one thing I did see was that Letty, the goose cupcakes, uh, were Letty, that she would, uh, her and Raj had a side bet of what place Letty could get the goose cupcakes uh, to come in. And they would bet with a number like 22nd to 25th. Uh, I don't know if that helps. Uh, DK's working pretty hard on the computer. I don't like to compete. Uh, so, DK, it looks like your eyebrows are moving in a way that says you know something. It's not a. Re- okay, wait a second. So, you're looking at the. Um, you've been looking at the image from the slideshow. You were able to get that. Uh, Oh, because it went through, okay, the way it went through the board, it was secondary. Okay, I don't understand that. But so you do have an image of the cupcake that was projected, and not of Raj's cupcake, but of the original that Raj plagiarized according to the thing. Okay, and it, it, uh, what do you mean? If we zoom in, it's not a cupcake at all? No, it looks like it is a cupcake. Uh, Oh, okay, you're zooming in more. On the side, it's plastic. What do you mean it's plastic? It's hard plastic uh, or rubber? Oh, because that's where it's, it's two cast halves of uh, rubber uh, or something uh, fused to, together. And also they're identical. Each side's identical. Wow, DK, you are sharp with that computer. Uh, so it's just a cupcake model or something? I don't I guess... Uh, like, what would you say, G? Where's it from? DK, you're still figuring that out. You don't know where it's from. You just are pretty confident that it's, uh, you're sure. Okay, you're sure it's like a plastic or rubber model. Okay, G, what are you saying? Okay, so where, where, we still need our why? It, it, like, why would someone try? I, I still think it could be Letty. Like, we should just should see if she's like, uh, I could go, turn back into the Phantom Minnow and search for her. She's she's involved, but not in the way I think. Okay. Like, so is it because someone's trying? Is it like someone that Raj, uh, like, is it her third cupcake tier? That's disappointed. Is it a friend of Letty that is sick of Raj winning all those times? Oh, before Raj went on the streak, Raj and they would go back and forth. See, it was very competitive, uh, their cupcake baking. Oh, so Raj didn't win three times in a row. Oh, it was a fourth total win. Oh, that's really, uh, Okay. Oh, so we need to present this to, uh, we need to present it to, the, the, you, you, what do you mean present it? Okay, we make a stop at Raj's. 
Okay, you want me to go back in the cupcake and double-check things? Yeah, DK's going to keep working on things, and uh, we're going to stop and talk to Raj, and then we got to go present our findings uh, day two of the cupcake cleanup. Okay, yeah, we should probably, you, you two should probably stop home and see Aunt Penny, too. Okay, well, okay, well, Diane, I'll be back. Uh, hey, Diane, I'm back. So uh, here, here's the thing. We're, we're uh, here at the Cup, they're calling it CupCon now instead of Cupcake Cleanup Day. And she says she's going to present all the findings. Uh, yeah, people are calling it CupCon. They're pretty unhappy with Raj. Because uh, people haven't had time to think about it, and that they said maybe Raj is, maybe they should take away all Raj's rewards. Uh, uh, we stopped at Raj's place, so I have a general idea D, 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 where DK and G are going with this, but I don't understand it, uh, which makes it even more mysterious to me, Diane, that I have one piece of information, but it still confuses me. But I think G's going to make it all obvious. Anyway, she's going on stage. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls and golf cart drivers beyond the binary. That's what she said. Uh, we're here to talk to you uh, about your championship cupcake maker, Raj. Uh, three years running. Uh, three-time winner, Raj. Uh, four, fourth year, best in show cupcake, uh, and the accusations that were expressed by an anonymous individual of a plagiarized cupcake, Raj. And Raj has maintained uh, that uh, you followed the rules, Raj, correct? And Raj is nodding. Uh, now, lots of us had that cake, uh, and it was absolutely delicious. Uh, it just tasted wonderful, looked wonderful. It was beautiful. It was the best in show. I don't think there's anyone that could disagree with that here, except for some of those grouchy people raising their hands. Now, as we started to dig, uh, my part. Now, by the way, we offer this uh, solution for anybody here. Uh, uh, we're here for a few more months, uh, DK and I, uh, trying to help people solve their problems. Just, to, just so you know. But as we dug deeper. DK is going to put up the image that was shown of the plagiarized cupcake and everybody oohs and ahs. And we found out that the cupcake that was projected is actually a plastic or rubber cupcake. Uh, technically, it's a combination of the two, which are kind of the same thing anyway. Yeah, the people in plastics businesses formally are raising their hands. But, uh, and we so we determined that... Uh, it wasn't a cupcake at all. It was a, uh, it was it technically, I guess you could say that. But then we dug into the rules, DK and I, and with Aunt Penny's help. Aunt Penny was a, an attorney, a contracts attorney, actually. So we dug through the rules, and now technically you'd say, is it plagiarized? Uh, because uh, the image of the cupcake and the cupcake itself uh, are pretty similar, pretty similar. But Raj also acknowledged that his cupcake was influenced uh, by a version of a bush in Willy Wonka. So they could two, same, have the same sources. Uh, uh, Raj also said, I did not copy that cupcake. Uh, and technically, all this is true. Yeah. 
Uh, because if we dug deeper into the rules, when we really looked, we said, well, it has to be of an original design, but it could be influenced by something like a bush in a movie is not a cupcake. Uh, but a model of a cupcake uh, uh, it probably is. Uh, but 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 it has to be of your own design, your own original design. Uh, so that's where we were like wondering. Now, also, everybody should know uh, that whoever uh, projected this stuff and set Raj up uh, to be exposed. Uh, left a trail, a crumbly trail of cupcakes, uh, and let us on a goose chase based on a goose cupcake. Uh, and that trail, while it misdirected us, it actually led us in the right direction. And uh, to be honest, uh, like uh, it's, it's, uh, that would have been designed for kid detectives and not young women in detectives. So it was a little bit... Uh, disappointing that this was actually an easy case to crack. Uh, It's so simple. Uh, In fact, I'd say childish. Uh, Now, you probably don't know, is Raj still the champion, the best in show cupcaker? Uh, Who would do this and why? Who would go to all this trouble? Uh, Was it a former friend or a former rival? Uh, someone romantically linked it to Raj. These were questions we briefly asked one another, DK and I, uh, along with uh, some of our extra help. Uh, but then we started to think about the goose cupcake left behind and your other uh, uh, great cupcake tier, your other great cupcake champion, who is now at the big farm in the sky, Letty. And I could hear you cheering for her. Like, was it one of her friends? Uh, or is Raj just a cupcake plagiarist? Uh, those are the questions maybe some of you are wondering. And I can tell you all the answers. The answers to the first question is Raj is not a cupcake plagiarist. Uh, and according to your rules, Raj does deserve this fourth best in uh, show title. But I could see none of you are uh, totally convinced or totally pleased. So we're going to show you some more projections here on the screen. Uh, here's the bu- the bush uh, from the Willy Wonka uh, version uh, that was in some international re- releases, the Snogberry bush. Uh. Now here's Raj's Best in Show cupcake. Now here is the, the, the plastic cupcake we've been talking about that was projected on the screen. Now, we did a lot of digging here, and we dug in a lot of places, just like we, if you were digging out a bush. Uh, and we determined that this rubber plastic cupcake, while being almost as obscure as this one bush in an international release of the original Willy Wonka film, uh, was uh, this was a close-up picture. And that's where we had the trouble finding the cupcake with just simple image searches. Uh, but as my partner DK started to determine that what if this cupcake was a part of uh, some other uh, something, what would it be, what was the age of the photo? We found out the photo was from the 1990s, and the cupcake was part of another toy, a figurine. Uh, many of you may remember the Smurfs. Uh, 
they were a popular toy in the 80s and even into the 90s for a brief time. And there was a, uh, a couple of different characters that had cupcakes. And this was a character, there was already a baking-based character. Again, G and DK. Again, uh, DK and I, we, we don't know the Smurfs that well. But uh, uh, this was a character linked as a rival uh, to the baker, which was just a dessert maker. Uh, Smurf, uh, desserty, the desserty Smurf, and this was a cupcake uh, being carried by one of the desserty figurines uh, on a tray, and it is very similar to the cupcake Raj made, and you can see the picture of desserty carrying the things. Now, this is where things get very interesting, because as we started to look at uh, the work history of Raj, we realized that Raj. Uh, uh, in addition to being a brilliant cupcake artist and cupcake creator, uh, also worked for, for uh, a subsidiary of a toy company, a design studio, uh, whose task it was was to design Smurf figurines. They took over the contract uh, after Peak Smurf in the 80s and were tasked with coming up with figurines of the new Smurfs that were attempting, long story short, uh, this figurine was designed by Raj, uh, uh, Deserty Smurf, and this cake. So Raj is actually the originator of this cupcake at an earlier time, uh, which confirms that Raj does deserve the Best in Show award. Though I can see by the slack jaws of the audience, you're wondering what, why, and who would then accuse, did someone discover this and think they didn't read the rules clearly and realize that if Raj made it, did they only see the cupcake and not realize that Raj designed it originally? Uh, but we started to think, DK and I, about uh, nature and uh, and joy and why people become cupcake warriors and friendship and rivalry and we started to realize that uh, Raj uh, enjoys making cupcakes. Uh, but this year, the comp competition was a little thin, wasn't it, Raj? And Raj nods. Uh, and we thought about Raj and Letty's rivalry and the obvious anagram. And we also uh, we have some very special uh, secret methods uh so we also uh, looked around Raj's kitchen and saw a few things, uh, and we determined that, uh, Raj, that you were the one that uh, accused yourself of being a cupcake plagiarist. Uh, is, is that true? Uh, Raj, this is Raj. Yeah, it is true. I, I did. Uh, you've caught me, and I, you're right. I did want to be caught. I realize now that... Uh, I apologize on behalf of you that you two are almost equal rivals to me and that I should have made it, well, I, I would if I redid it, I would be tempted to make it more difficult for you two's benefit, DK and G, because like, it would have been thrilling to, to, to try to trade wits with you. So I'm sorry that I was not worthy of your, your both of your intelligences, but I did want to be caught. Uh, 
I do accept the best in show award, and I realize everyone's displeased with me. And I'll just be too straight with everybody. I'm better a cupcake maker than all of you put together. I miss uh, the competitions I had with Letty, my friend and my rival. We had all sorts of sub-bets on every competition. And she was a true cupcake warrior, and I miss that very much, uh, so much so that I was thinking of, and then I said, I really want this for everyone else. Uh, and I know we had that with the corporation that owns the title of Cupcake or WAR. And we tried to say, well, let's be smart and just call it Cupcake Warriors. Uh, and then we have this Cupcake Cleanup Day. And I started to think, what would be more joyful? What would return my joy to cupcakes? Because it's kind of gone. Uh, I mean, this year I just won to win. Uh, and also to see if I could be caught and get everybody upset with me, as you all are, so that we could take this day and instead of cleaning up. Uh, now, this year, what you could all do is just throw cupcakes at me. All of the leftover cupcakes we were going to clean up today, you can throw at me. And then next year, and then I'll clean the whole place up. Uh, and then next year, uh, what we'll do is maybe we could just have a cupcake throwing stuff and throw cupcakes at one another. Does that sound fun? I don't know. Maybe it'll reignite my joy. I, I know it's a twisted way to get here, but it's part of my joy in games, and uh, uh, that's what I did. And I, you know, I admit that you ca- you caught me. You, you brilliant work by G and DK. How about the best in show for these two? Uh, Diane, it's a good thing I'm 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 uh, in Phantom Minimum mode because uh, 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 Raj is getting pelted with cupcakes, and also Diane and uh, uh, G and DK are getting you know they're uh, in all the stage. Everybody's laughing and throwing cupcakes uh, or leftover. It really seems very happy and joyous. So a really special moment. But we wrapped that case up, Diane. I'm surprised. Uh, it, it all the turns and twists, uh, but it's really exciting times here. And I guess I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to take a nap while they all have their little cupcake fight. It really looks fun. Even G and DK and Penny's there too. Uh, all right, Diane, case, case closed. Uh, the case of plagiarized cupcake, uh, is confusing as any we've had, we faced in the big farm, Diane. Simon out. Good night.